Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by our two NFL pros, Josh Crash Davis and Stephen Miller Time Miller. And we are here to bring you all of the action for week two in the NFL. How are you, gentlemen? Stephen, how are you this week? You ready for some more football? I am. I'm very excited about this week. Uh, it was a crazy week last week. And uh, yeah, just excited to get get it going. Nice. Crash, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for week two. Um, we're starting to see, you know, just a few of the up and coming guys that we're going to want to target this year. And uh, I know it's just one week, but you can kind of still start to see it a little bit developing. And uh, here as we go, it's just going to get better and better. And, and I think we're going to have a real edge on our competition here in a couple of weeks for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's great stuff. And it's great for DFS. We've got some great contests in the industry all over the place. Uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo have some big uh, pools. Uh, we're going to give away some tickets today, too, to uh, some some folks that are listening in. We're And we've uh, when we looked at it, last week we gave away those $5 tickets for the, the Millie Maker. This week, uh, DraftKings has a $3. So we decided we're going to give away groups of two tickets to five people that are in this, uh, mm-hmm. in this entire uh, deal today. And so you'll get two shots at it, two $3 shots at the million and a half. And all we ask is you give us a shout out when you take down the big bucks. So if, uh, if you get called out during the podcast for a win of one of the uh, duo of tickets, then just uh, jump on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Shoot us uh, your PayPal email and we'll send that to you. And you can enter and uh, try to take down the big bucks. And hopefully the information we share with you here uh, tonight will get you ready for tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening Sunday morning, uh, that's awesome too. We wanted to get this out uh, every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern so that you have a chance to build some lineups, You know, get all the information here that you can. We've already posted in Discord our the ownership projections and player projections points-wise. So we'll talk about those a little bit today when we go game by game and uh, really try to get you ready to, to get some takedowns. So the other big news, fellas, is everybody that's in this uh, live podcast today is going to get the opportunity to come aboard at Coach Talk for one week for free. Uh, our, our own Deb Lutz, uh, Deluxe as she's known, uh, had come up with the idea. She said, you know, we have such a fantastic group that's always in there in the live chat uh, talking with us. Let's give them a chance to see everything we have here at Coach Talk. So we decided we're going to do it. So I see our man, Brett Trimble, who has been with me since the beginning here at Coach Talk. He's the behind the scenes uh, brain uh, behind everything that we're doing back here. And he is going to post a link uh, in here, in this, in the uh, chat, and you'll be able to sign up for a free week of Coach Talk. So, what do you think, guys? We're going to have uh, a whole bunch of new people checking yeah. out your lineups this week. So, no, no pressure, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it. So, you know, Steve, he'll he'll yeah. do fine. I mean, he doesn't change no matter what. So, 
Absolutely. And, you know, we're, uh, for those that don't know that are going to jump in to be a member and, and it, you know, it's up to you if you want to, but you get that week free. Uh, we give out full lineups on FanDuel and full lineups on Yahoo. And then a core seven man core build for a single entry and GPP on DraftKings. So we're going to give you a lot of the tools and lineups that you need. We recommend that, you know, you, you take those lineups in, you can play them flat out. If you want to tweak around with a few guys, that is completely up to you. Uh, for those that have multiple entries, uh, it gives you a chance to do that as well. So uh, very excited about it and uh, want to say hello to those in chat real quick. And then I'll shut up and let you guys do most of the talking today. That's for sure. Bankroll Theory, King of Smack, Fear Money Entertainment, Niles Simmons, uh, Gizmo Perk. Great to see you in there again. David Dulac is back. I love having David in there. He missed our baseball. We missed you in baseball today, David. Uh, Romel H., I think, is new. I'm not sure I, I remember Romel being in here. Welcome to the family. RJ, Bev, uh, Payne, Feel the Pain, our, our buddies in there, boy from Cali, of course. Uh, and uh, Tony Boyer. Tony Boyer, how are you, man? Great to see you in here. Uh, great. Oh, you were with us last year. That helped. Fantastic, man. Beautiful stuff. All right. Ground rules, and then we're going to fly into this. Uh, we'll give out tickets throughout. Make sure you tweet us so you can get the tickets, because we do have some unclaimed that people didn't claim when they win. So if you win, definitely at DFS Coach Talk, send us the info. Uh, whenever uh, we have the link posted in here, if you want to start signing up to join in a coach talk for the free week, um, we will put that uh, in chat here unless uh, uh, Brett has already put it in, uh, up. I don't see it yet. So Brett will probably post that here shortly. That'll get you your, your week uh, membership at coach talk. And um, if you have any questions, put them in, in uh, the chat. I'll keep checking that out as these guys are breaking everything down. And also wanted to mention, if you want to Super Chat, that doesn't go to us. We give it to charity every month. The month of September, uh, we we choose a member to, to select that charity. This week, it uh, or this month, David Dulac is a selected Operation Hope. So if you do have a chance to uh, click in and uh, donate anything, it'll go right in that bucket, and we will send that forward uh, to some wor really worthy uh, charity. So very excited to be able to do that. All right. We are ready to roll. We're going to go through every game. We'll talk about each team. We'll uh, break it down. We're not going to go super, super deep. We'll, now that we'll have all of you uh, guys and gals, hopefully as members, you'll get to get some more of that insight in Discord. We don't want to go too, too long. We want to be able to keep uh, touch on each team, who we like, who we're fading, We'll, we'll check on ownership as we go to, to see how all of that pans out uh, as well. Okay, here we go, guys. First game, it is the Miami Dolphins uh, at the Baltimore Ravens. The game is uh, Baltimore by three and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half. It's supposed to be 79 warm degrees in Baltimore. Uh, very little wind, so really conducive to some good results in this game for sure. So let's start out. Very first team, Miami Dolphins crash 
Are you leaning to any of the Dolphins to make your lineup, or do you have any sharp fades for us here? Um, I do like Jalen Waddle in this matchup. I think that um, teams are going to, you know, key in on Tyree Kill this year, and I think it's going to free up Jalen Waddle. He did get in the end zone last week, uh, got targeted five times, had four receptions. So I do like Jalen Waddle here, and that's probably the only play for me on the Miami side. Okay. Um, how about you? What do you have to say about this one, Steven? <clears throat> yeah, I would either go with Jalen Waddle or Tyree Kill um in this situation uh kind of wanted to see last week how that running back situation was going to be but um i'm not 100 percent sold on on anything going on there so the only guys i would probably take would be waddle or tyree kill in, in this matchup okay and tyree kills getting a ton of love ownership wise right now mm-hmm. on DraftKings. he's the third highest owned player projected at almost 19 percent. so people uh wanting to dive in <laughs> Uh, on that side of the ball there. Uh, he's also popular on, on Fandle and Yahoo, but specifically high uh, on DraftKings with uh, a $7,100 price. So not a giveaway price for a wide receiver either. For sure. How yep. about the other side of the ball, Stephen? Baltimore. Um, so Baltimore's run game last week, uh, none of those guys are, uh, you know, they're, they're long-term fit for them. So Hopefully, when the inactive list comes out, and if J.K. Dobbins is, a, is an active player, um, I would have him in my lineup. Uh, I like Lamar Jackson, and I like Mark Andrews in this. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about your side of it, uh, Crash? Yeah, I like Mark Andrews. Um, we played him last week. He got seven targets. He had five receptions for 50-something yards. I can't remember exactly, but um, I think he'll get targeted you know, heavily again. And this time I think he'll get in the end zone. So Mark Andrews is my top play from this matchup. I also like Devin Duvernay. Um, he had a, he had a nice game last week. He had four catches for 54 yards and he got in the end zone twice. So I don't know what his ownership's going to be, but um, if it's going to be high, I'll probably go to Bateman. But if not, I do like Duvernay. Okay. On the Baltimore side right now, Mark Andrews is projected to be the highest owned tight end on the entire slate. Makes so, sense. Yeah, very makes interesting. Sense. Right now, coming in at about 14% ownership at $6,400. So, a little bit chalky with Andrews, uh, but understandable, understandable, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Outstanding. Um, let's go on to the next ball game here we're going to keep things cracking today no messing around we've got <clears throat> the new york jets at the cleveland browns uh jets obviously 0 and 1 browns 1 and 0 it is cleveland by six and a half 39 and a half is the over under beautiful 80 degrees in cleveland which is really weird for uh you know this time of year even uh this warm still in the the north uh and they are hosting uh, the Jets here in a game that should have some beautiful conditions. I don't know how beautiful the game's going to be, but right. it should be beautiful conditions. Crash, what do you think about the Jets? Um, I don't really like the Jets at all. I mean, they, I don't have any plays that I like from the, from their side. Um, a lot of people are looking at Brees Hall, but I think he's still a couple weeks away from from really taking over that running back spot. 
Yeah. Um, on the Brown side, I do like the running backs in Chubb and Hunt. The only issue is going to be is, you know, Chubb going to get the touchdowns or is Kareem Hunt. So that's a little bit of a concern. Um, I, I like Hunt more on DraftKings where he's going to get the points for the receptions. And I do like the Browns defense. I think it's a really good matchup for them. Uh, last I checked, they're pretty highly owned, though. So I'm not sure how much of the Browns defense I'm going to get to. Yeah. Uh, Steven? Yeah, there's no one really for the Jets that I would uh, put into my roster. The only guy that I might consider would be uh, Tyler Conklin. Um, okay. I think, uh, I think he's uh, he's the only thing, the tight end for the, mm-hmm. for the Jets. Um, and then if I was going to go to the other side of the ball, uh, I would choose probably, the, yeah, those two running backs, either Chubb or Hunt. problem with this is that Chubb always gets the ball down to the 20-yard line and then Hunt comes in. Yeah. So Hunt's going to get you, you know, less volume, but uh, more opportunities to score. So I, I really like Hunt, especially uh, um, for where he's priced right now. Um, I think he's a good play. So yeah, that, that's I, much more than that with the Browns. I have such a hard time, and I mentioned it last week as well. I just can't stand when they split carries like that because mm-hmm. you don't know if somebody's going to break it off or, mm-hmm. or you know, they, you know, they don't always just get down inside the 10 where they can switch right. out. You just don't know. And when you, you're so limited on your choices, it, it makes it very difficult. It's sort of like spinning the wheel. I, I don't know how you can really favor one over the other, a whole bunch, to be honest with you. So yeah. that makes it tough. No doubt. Um, the defenses though, for sure, yeah. I think are interesting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree with you guys on Cleveland's defense. I think that is a really sharp spot to go uh, this week. And, you can't underestimate the defenses. I mean, you guys helped me build a lineup that won some cash for me, and I didn't get anything from my defense. So it, yeah. it, you don't really notice it until you don't get anything from it. Right. And then right. that's where you want to make sure you, you know, even if it costs a few bucks extra, in my opinion, at, uh, you can't beat those points. There's no doubt about it. I'm All right. Gonna, I'm, yeah. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just surprised how, uh, how good the Browns actually looked. With, uh, with those quarterback, with Jacoby uh, Brissett. Yeah. I just, you know. Um, one game, though. Yeah, one game, I mean, still, but uh, they looked pretty good. I mean, they do have a mm-hmm. great defense. So. I mean, everybody overreacts to one game, except I, I'm not overreacting when I say the Cowboys absolutely suck and they're not, they're in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm saying that as a Cowboys fan, they just, yeah, I've I mean, given up the season. They're already backstabbing each other. The coaches are talking trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a disaster. How can it be a disaster after one week? Yeah, Dak was terrible before he even got uh before he even got injured. Dak was overthrowing mm. people, underthrowing people, spending too much time in the pocket. I mean, just they didn't even look good with him in there. So I'm kind of blown away. Their defense wasn't very good. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do about Dallas. It's it's a disaster, and it's already happened. Not waiting to happen. It has happened. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I want to th- uh, <laughs> say hello to a few new people. Candace Reynolds jumping in there. Great to have you uh, in with the group. Uh, absolute power. Great to have you jump in here uh, with us as well. All right, we're giving away our first oh, wow. double tickets. Sorry, it caught my eye. I just saw something about the, the Brewers game. I, I was trying not to see anything. <laughs> I know. Adamas, yeah. Homer, Acuna, Homer, too, though. That's my uh, BVP call. So that yeah. was cool. All right. Um, our first duo of tickets. So if you get selected, 
please shoot us uh, your PayPal email address so we can send you your winnings. And you can do that on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. The first double winner here is Gizmo Perk. Gizmo Perk, you have just won two tickets to the Millie Maker. And we want you to take that sucker down and give us a shout out at Coach Talk. All right. We're going to keep the train moving instead of getting uh, distracted with these home runs on our other squads and everything else going on. Um, Uh All right. Next game on the board, fellas, is the Washington Commanders. I cannot get used to that one. Against the Detroit Lions. It is uh, Detroit by one in this game, believe it or not, 48 and a half is the number. So very interesting to see if this is going to get some feels here for some ownership. Um, Let's dive to you first, Stephen, on um, the commander side of the ball. Commander side of the ball. I like Antonio Gibson. Um, I think uh, he's going to get the bulk of the carries and he, uh, he got eight targets last game out of the backfield. So, uh, so that's a really strong play. Carson Wentz looked good last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if he can do it again. Um, again, it could be a really good value pick for for somebody um, based off of you know what he's capable of. But you see how it goes sometimes with Carson Wentz. It's either feast or famine. So uh, the only guy I really like on the Commanders would be uh, would be Antonio Gibson this week. Okay. Yeah. Wentz is definitely the GPP kind of guy. No doubt about Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Crash, what about, what do you have to say about the commanders? Probably going to come as a surprise. This is my GPP stack. Wow. Washington. Yep. I've got, I've got Wentz. I've got Gibson, McLaurin, Samuel, and Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas is in a revenge game against Detroit. Good point. Um, Curtis Samuel has been targeted 11 or was targeted 11 times last week. And uh, I think Johan Dotson's going to get a lot of he's he's real popular, um, going to get a lot of uh, ownership. But I like Samuel and I like McLaurin uh, here quite a bit. And uh, I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. I mean, it's a 48 and a half over under. Right. And I think that Washington's going to go overlooked. I mean, like Steve said, Carson Wentz looked really good last week. And, yeah, he has been kind of up and down. But I also think this is a pretty you know, talented offense for him to have uh, weapons around him. So, yeah, I like, I do like Washington here uh, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very interesting. And, you know, uh, the, the guys, these guys are getting ownership too. There's no mm-hmm. question about it. Uh, we'll go over some of these guys from this uh, game that uh, there's like five of them in the top 25 uh, as far as projected ownership right out of, off the bat. So wow. what about, yeah. Wow. What about the line side of the ball, uh, Steven? Yeah. So on the line side of the ball, I like, uh, I like DeAndre Swift. Um, you know, he's dual threat running back, catches a lot of passes. Um, I, I really like him this week. Uh, the running backs last week against the commanders did well, Jacksonville Robinson and ETN did pretty good. Uh, right. Robinson had two touchdowns. So, I really like DeAndre Swift in this situation. I also yeah. like Armand St. Brown. I think uh, I think that's a good play as well. And then um, and then also for a, a GPP, I, you could throw Jared Goff in there as well. Um, you know, last week uh, Trevor Lawrence had a pretty solid game, and um, 
And last week, Jared, Jared Goff had a really solid game. And, and they actually look really good. I really love the coach over there, too. He's really totally oh, changed that team around. I mean, yeah, when's the last time that Detroit was favored to win? Right. <laughs> Not often. Yeah, that's never. true. That's yeah, true. I saw I saw his speech, his motivational speech. That their mm-hmm. coach, he is, he's an old he's school, fired else. up guy. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Is. he is. Uh, didn't work out too well for him in Miami, but I think he's found a good home in Detroit. Um, yeah. yeah, I like I like Amon Ross St. Brown as well, Steve uh, Swift. I'm a little concerned about because he rolled his ankle in the last game, mm-hmm. and I think Jamal Williams is going to get like he did last week, some of those vulture touchdowns. Yep. And uh, on FanDuel especially, I like Jamal Williams, you know, on, on DraftKings. I don't know how much he's going to be, assuming that Swift plays, uh, how much Williams is going to be targeted in the passing game. But uh, for those rushing touchdowns, I think on FanDuel, it's a good play. Well, people aren't afraid of Swift. He's a, a top uh, 12 owned projected ownership here right now at 14%, which is pretty healthy. Uh, he's the top uh, projected owner, own guy in this game. But St. Brown is way up there, too, at 12%. He's getting a lot of respect. And then you've got uh, Hawkinson, uh, who's only 4,700 at tight end. He's getting some love early on. Um, so, you know, you're getting some good representation from this game. Samuel and Gibson <clears throat> also are pretty high up the list. So, um I think people expect this game to be up and down. And uh, I think that's, you know, you're going to see some ownership and some representation here. And I think you may need some of it, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Tony A, what's up? Uh, Coach Mom's in the chat. What, how are you doing? Let's see who's in there. Who else? Uh, We said JT, I think I said hello to already. I'm not sure. All right. Any questions, make sure to throw them in there and we'll, uh, we'll get to those. Uh, as we roll here. All right, onward, upward, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars. That game is an Indianapolis favored by one coming Mm -hmm. off that insane tie that they had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or I'm sorry, they're favored by three. I take that back. They're favored by three against the Jaguars, who are 0-1 as well. Um, It is a 35% chance of some showers for this game. So I don't know if that affects... Any ownership here will follow that closely and post some things in Discord. But it is going to be warm in in Jacksonville, about 80 Mm -hmm. degrees. The over-under sitting at 45. So, man, this this is a hard one to figure, at least for me. So I'm very interested to see your insights, guys, on this game. Crash, you want to lead off with the uh, Colts? Yeah, um, obviously Jonathan Taylor is the top play for me, and and this is an interesting game because was it last year or two years ago that Jacksonville they upset the Colts right in Jacksonville? Yeah, it was like a nine to six game. Everyone yeah. thought the Colts were going to destroy them. Exactly. And, uh, I don't think that's going to happen again. It was like a twenty point <laughs> no. spread or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was Remember crazy. That? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they ended up winning nine to six. It was just some crazy kind of game, but um, yeah. So Jonathan Taylor and the Colts defense would be my top plays, and then on the Jacksonville side, I do like James Robinson. Depending on his ownership, it looks like he's going to be fairly high, highly owned. So, yeah. How about you, Stephen? Um, on the Colts side, I I love Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's 
He's like the guaranteed point guy. Yeah. Um, I also 90, like 9,900 though. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough price. price to pay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, unfortunately, Michael Pittman got hurt. So, um, Matt Ryan losses number one receiver. However, Matt Ryan, I, I, you could play him too. He's a pretty value guy uh, that you can throw in your lineup as well. So um, those are really the only two people that I would, that I would play from the Colts um, mm-hmm. other than potentially their defense, but Jacksonville looked, looked really good last week, um, their offense and with Doug Peterson and kind of what he's, he's doing with that team. Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk looks like, it's a perfect spot for him. So that was a great transition in the offseason. I like Christian Kirk. I like James Robinson. And I like Trevor Lawrence and, uh, for Jacksonville. Oh, you like the, the Jags then, huh? I do. I like the Jags. Yep. Ah. GPP-ish kind of uh, maneuver yeah. there. I like it. Yeah, they just they, they, they looked really good last week. Unfortunately, Any, they lost. But Yeah. Uh, Any Jags love for you, Crash? Like I said, I do like James Robinson, but um, – yeah, I mean, I, I I still like the Colts in this game. I mean, I think they win, and, and I think Jonathan Taylor is going to dominate the time of possession. So the question is, though, do you commit almost ten grand to him? I mean, it it does affect the rest of your lineup, right? That's right. My I'm not I'm not going to him in my like single entry and cash type lineups, but I do yeah. have a GPP where I fit him in because all the other value plays I have. I mean, he could go nuts and and break the slate, if you will, you know. Yeah. And, and he's only projected right now at eleven percent ownership, which mm-hmm. you know it's still decent amount, but uh, you know price the price tag's rough. Christian yeah. Kirk uh, also, as you mentioned, Stephen is getting a lot of love. He's at ten percent uh, ownership right now, so people are uh, you know jumping on on the bandwagon with him which makes sense, but those are really the main two guys. I mean, that's really an interesting take though. I didn't expect you to, to be that uh, strong on the Jags. So that's a, that's a good, good takeaway for me. I'll keep them a little bit more uh, an eye on those guys and, and look to put some of them in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Next ball game here. We go to the new Orleans and, you know Tom Brady's record against the Saints, by the way? Yeah, 0-4 with the Bucks. Yeah, he has yeah. not Crazy. beaten the Saints. Isn't that yeah. wild? In the regular season. Yeah. He did beat him in the playoffs in 2020, yeah. but yeah. 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 Considering they like he wins so many games, but he just doesn't beat the Saints. I got yeah. a feeling that could flip uh flip pretty quick this week. But Tampa comes in in one and oh against the Saints that are one and oh as well. Tampa's uh-huh. only a two and a half point favorite, but they are still mm-hmm. a road favorite. 44 is the total in the dome in New Orleans. And this, this has a lot of intrigue. I'll tell you right now, I don't care what anybody says. I know Tom Brady is supposed to have a great game here and all this stuff being said, but people's personal lives are definitely, you need to keep an eye on stuff. He looks yeah. extremely thin. He looks extremely stressed to me. Obviously, having some marital yeah. issues, so I'm that concerns me. And I'm just interested to see what you guys, uh, what your take is on a crash. What are you going to do with the Bucks? And yeah. I know Brady was our thumbnail, so right. What's the scoop? Yeah, there was a reason for that. Okay. Um, I like the Saints in this game, and oh. there's a lot of reasons to me to like the Saints. Um, wow, I think that you know. 
for one, if you just look at the injury report, I, I mean, Leonard Fournette, questionable. Mike Evans, questionable. Julio Jones, questionable, which surprise, surprise there. It seemed like he's always uh -huh. questionable. Always hurt. And Russell Gage is questionable. So, I mean, who's Brady going to throw to? And Godwin's out. <laughs> and Godwin's out. So, yeah. I think this is, you know, I mean, unfortunately for Tampa, I think it's going to be more of the same against New Orleans. So is, it, is Mike Evans become like dead cinch lock just out of – Sheer necessity? Well, yeah. no, because um, um, Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore has had his number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And so I, yeah, I really think it's going to be a struggle. I mean, especially if Fournette's out. I mean, they yeah. they really need to be able to run the ball. And then with that being said, you have the Saints run defense, which is one of the best in the league. So right. I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough day for, for Tampa. I actually like both defenses in this game. So wow, so you did the old thumbnail switcheroo fade Brady, right? I gotcha, crafty crash because I was ready to jump on you for uh, I don't I don't think uh, he's a good play this week either, and I no. I mean it's not like we haven't uh, second guessed playing him you know a hundred thousand times right. for the last million years, yeah, and he always seems to rise to the occasion, but man. The, the deck seems very stacked against him. Don't you think so, Stephen? I do. I do. I think this is going to be the most, this is going to be the lowest scoring game of the week. Okay. Uh, I mean, he obviously, what Crash was saying about all of his weapons not being, you know, all questionable, a couple guys out. I don't really know what he's going to, who he's going to be able to go to. Is it Brashard Perriman and Scotty Miller? I even think he's questionable. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know who's going to fit into that offense. And then on, uh, you know, and like you were saying before, Buccaneers have lost, uh, you know, last four times against the Saints yeah. um, in the regular season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the Saints on this. There's a couple good plays that I like with the Saints. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually like Taysom Hill in the tight end position. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, you uh, mentioned that last, well last week. I think I mentioned him last week. Yeah, I really he did. like him in this. Alvin Kamara's kind of hurt, so. You will see Taysom Hill probably take, you know, eight to ten handoffs this week. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you, I think he's just so explosive and he runs so hard and he's so strong. I think he's a better running back than Alvin Kamara, really. I think Alvin wow. Kamara, I think he's slipped off the, the past year and a half. Um, you know, I don't know if he's lost a step or really what it is, but I'm, I'm fading Alvin Kamara. Um, so... I would take either one of the defenses in this, and then I would take Taysom Hill for a tight end position. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, can, I like I can definitely see that. I mean, I definitely like you know Alvin Kamara more in the back in the backfield as a passer, but um, I still think he can make people miss in the running game. But I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. I think it's going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be a low scoring game. So yeah, his linebackers uh, for the Bucks are just so good, right? Go, uh, you know. Well, and then Winston will turn the ball over. Yeah, so it always does. Yeah. <laughs> if Fournette plays, he is getting a ton of initial ownership here, at least projected to be 17% owned, which is yeah. the fourth highest running back on the board. Uh, <clears throat> so if he's in there, uh, you know, even with Brady having less weapons, maybe uh, Fournette is the way to go, but. Uh, we'll have to see what that status is as yeah, the day goes on. I think, I think if he did play, then they would just stack the box. I mean, they'll put Lattimore on Evans and 
and force uh, everyone else to beat them. So yeah, I don't know if he would be that great of a play, honestly. I mean, the Saints have been really good against the run. So I, I'm not totally giving up on Mike Evans, though, even though he has that wicked matchup. Mm-hmm. Still a stud, man. And yeah. Uh, you know, if you know if they're really pushed against the wall and he's the main weapon, I I still think they can get him the ball. I um, I think he's his yeah, ownership. Brady will figure out a way to get him the ball. His ownership showing yeah. at nine percent. So I'm I don't think I'm he's, alone in that. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You're not. But, I actually have him in my season long, so I have to make some decisions myself about him. But yeah, yeah. There's just problems all over the box, though. Their mm-hmm. offensive line is all banged up. Guys missing. You know, I, I just I just don't think it's the right time of the year to really take anyone on the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, I, I don't blame you. Um, do you, I, I saw Brett in here. Did he put the link in here? Uh, do you guys know? Have you seen the link pop up? Brett, if you mentioned you're li- it, but yeah. Brett, if you're listening uh, and you want to post that link, I'm not sure where to post it, but. If you joined late, anybody that's here in the chat with us, uh, we're offering a one-week free membership. Just come and try us out. Uh, we love the chatter in here during our, our live podcast, and we want to have some of that uh, in our Discord. So he, um, he posted it in Discord. Do you want me to try and post it? Yes, if you wouldn't okay. mind. That would be wonderful. And uh, when you're doing that, I will go with our second winner. So going to spin it and come up with a winner for the two tickets for the Millie Maker tomorrow. And it's Tony A. Tony, you are a number one in our book. You have won two tickets at DFS Coach Talk. Tweet us your um, uh, PayPal email address and we'll send you those two tickets. And there is, let's see. So can you click on that? That's not, that's not the link. Hang no, on. it's not where this one. So what go. we want to do is, I don't know if Brett's even in there. But there we go. That's it right there. Is it? Yeah. You may so, have to like um, copy it and paste it somewhere else or something because it doesn't necessarily look like you can click on that. But yeah, let's let me put it on the screen here so everyone can see it. Yeah, if we can copy and paste that. And if Brett, if you're in there, let us know if that's exactly what we're supposed to do. But that'll give you a, a, the link to join, uh, and you'll automatically be in there for a full week. So we're excited about that. That I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. We're going to continue to move forward with the breakdown of these games. You're welcome, Tony A. Congratulations. Just win so we can have something to celebrate. All right, Carolina Panthers, New York football giants. Uh, Panthers 0-1, Giants 1-0. Game is in New York, and they are favored by two, 43.5 total. Fantastic weather all over and warm on the East Coast. This game in New York, how about 81 degrees, fellas? Mm. It's like a, a nice. summer game. And yeah. uh, this should be an interesting one. I've got a, I think this has a lot of intrigue. Uh, 43 and a half average number. So, uh, Crash, what do you think about uh, the Giants? Let's start with the Giants. Okay. Yeah, I'm not big on either one of these quarterbacks. So, it's definitely the running backs. I mean, it's Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley, no duh. But I think that, you know, they're, they're the two, my two favorite backs on this slate. 
So I oh. definitely want to try and get to those guys as much as possible, especially Saquon Barkley. I think I like him just about more than anyone. Chalk City, Chalk City. Numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is chalk for sure. But he's the highest owned projected player uh, for the whole day. Twenty-four percent ownership right now. Yeah, yeah, I do like Saquon a lot. But he deserves it. And yeah. Christian McCaffrey's fourth mm-hmm. at eighteen uh, percent. So you're, yeah, I think you're not alone. I think McCaffrey will bounce back in a big way. Um, tough matchup last week against the Browns' run defense, but yeah, I like McCaffrey a lot too. <laughs> You know, the, the interesting part about it is McCaffrey is $1,600 more expensive than Barkley. I so know. that yeah. puts a big twist on it. Yeah. Does sure. that affect your selection, Stephen? Um, you know, I, uh, I don't know if Saquon Barkley's back. You know, I, I really like him, and I'm glad what's, uh, what he was able to do last week, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. I can really trust on them just yet. And for that price tag, I think I can find other guys that I can fit in there to, to mm-hmm. my lineup somewhere else. So I'm kind okay. of fading Saquon Barkley in, in this, in this matchup, um, really, cause he's the only weapon that the, the giants mm-hmm. have. And true. Uh, I don't, I don't really trust Daniel Jones at all. I'm sure he'll throw a couple picks. Um, okay. but on the other side of the ball, you know, the, um, the Panthers, uh, they're not really good either in the passing game. Um, they have Christian McCaffrey. Do I take Christian McCaffrey? I'm kind of fading both sides. I think it's. I, I think they're going to stop the 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 running game for for the for the Giants and for the Panthers this week. Wow! Um, so opposite opinions here. Crash yeah, likes what, the back. That's what the people want. The people want contrasting opinions. So that's we're right. The, we're not doing the Stephen A and Skip Bayless thing either. This is legit. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You I know love what's... looking at those guys and seeing them potentially in my lineup. I just, for some reason, I'm just, I'm fading them this week. So. I, was, I was surprised that McCaffrey had such a, you know, average to poor game last week. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. shocked me. And I, I mean, I think the sticker shock with him. Uh, being the fact that he stung a lot of people last week is going to be difficult for people. But, you know, I get it that Saquon, you know, he was popular last week. He's the most popular this week. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but I don't know if this is the, the best spot. You yeah, know? I don't know that he's going to get but 164 yards. I mean, my no. gosh, that's uh-huh. ridiculous. Um, yeah, so I could definitely see some regression there. And yeah, I mean, the ownership thing too, I can definitely see why your stand, you know, stance is where it's at, Steve. I, I can definitely see why. I mean, it, it yeah. makes sense, but, uh, you know, it's hard. I think it's hard to fade both of them because it should be uh, a really good matchup for, you know, they're both going to be in the spotlight. There's no question. Yeah, there's about a it. couple more backs though that I like too. Mm-hmm. So I can see you could get to those guys too. So yeah. the only other guy grabbing some uh decent ownership at 10% is DJ Moore, 5700. You mm-hmm. guys like him at all, Crash? Any DJ Moore for you? Not in this game. Um, I just really I mean I know Baker Mayfield was great in college and everything, but I just never have really been impressed with him. I don't trust him. So, How about you, DJ Moore? Uh, no, Steven? I don't like DJ Moore either. He didn't really do anything last week. Um, and, again, what, what Crash was saying about Baker Mayfield, he just, you know, um, I think he's regressed quite a bit for the past two years. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, so I mean, maybe Robbie Anderson might catch a, another 70 yard touchdown, but probably not. Uh, <laughs> probably not. That's what Robbie Anderson does the first game of the year every year. Right. Is, yeah. get that, is get that 70 yard touchdown. So yeah, and again, I don't really like any play in in this in these matchups at all. Yeah, he's, he's rocky, but, but but by any means, fade that guy, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sucker play, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. All right, move on to the last one o'clock game, and that is the New England Patriots, Owen one against the one and zero Steelers in that insane game <laughs> that was one for the ages. Um, it is also going to be beautiful in Pittsburgh, 77 degrees, no chance of rain, no wind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's perfect conditions. Patriots are road favorites by two and a half, and it is 40 and a half. So mm-hmm. pretty low total in comparison. Yeah. Uh, any love here in this game uh, for the steel curtain crash? Uh, I like the defense in both sides of this game. I think this will be if the uh, Tampa New Orleans game isn't the lowest scoring game. I think this will be the lowest scoring game. These two teams to me are just, you know, defensive oriented. And, uh, you know, New England had a letdown last week. I think they bounced back and Pittsburgh had a huge win on the road in Cincinnati and they lost TJ Watt. I think they fall back quite a bit this week. Yeah. Losing is going to throw the ball to New England at least two times. So. Yeah. Water's unbelievable, by too. the way. Yeah, he is. It's very yeah, unfortunate that they lost him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I would go with the defenses as well, uh, like Crash was saying. I think that's the, the only real play here. Najee Harris is um, kind of, you know, he's going to be in and out more. They were talking about uh, taking away some of his volume because of mm-hmm. his – ankle sprain so I, I don't really like that um i don't like the the running backs for the patriots either um they split carries too much and, and they really don't do anything either so <laughs> i don't like any of those plays um i don't like either one of the quarterbacks um I, the only thing i really like is is the is the defenses and and the coaches you know mm-hmm. that's probably about it if i could put a coach in there i'd probably play a coach yeah. for any of the players yeah yeah and they're <laughs> Neither one of these teams are getting any love either, as far no. as from the uh, you know Jacoby uh, Myers a little bit, yeah. but really right. nobody. Well, uh, it's crazy because they made the Steelers like the most. I don't know about. I can't remember on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, they're the most expensive defense. So wow, crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, that'll affect uh, ownership for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Oh, go ahead. Uh, let's move to the four o'clock games. Let's get right into that. Pace is way better this week. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the LA Rams. Couple of zero and one teams going at it in Los Angeles. Uh, it is going to be the Rams favored by ten in this game. Big number and a fairly big over under at forty six and a half. Perfect weather in LA, as you would expect. What is going to happen in this game? Do the Rams bounce back is the big question. Uh, do you like any of the Rams here, Stephen? Um, yeah, I like Cooper Cup. Um, I think he's a pretty solid play. Again, he's going to be uh, a pretty uh, high price ticket um, in order to put him on your squad. Um, I'm wondering how 
you know, the, watching last week and watching the Rams play the Bills, they just don't have that explosive guy. Maybe it was the loss of Van Jefferson, him not playing, but there's mm-hmm. not anyone that can stretch the field. Yeah. Um, you know, in my season-long fantasy league, I have I have Matthew Stafford, you know, and I was just – it's just – and he didn't look like he did uh, – he had too many problems. He was just hurried and he was sacked so many times. Yeah, well, Buffalo's uh, tough, though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are, are a really, really strong team. Um, so I, I think he's going to have a bounce back game. Um, the only guy that I would probably though, take for the, take for the Rams, because I don't trust the backfield situation for them either with Henderson and acres. I don't know yeah. what really happened to acres last week either. So the only play I would probably do is Cooper cup for the Rams. Okay. And mm-hmm. another $9,900 guy though. That's, yeah. Super that's where it gets tough, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to take a salary loan out, uh, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Crash, what do you think about the Rams? Um, yeah, I mean, I like um, I like Cooper Cup, of course, but I also like Allen Robinson. I know he didn't really get any looks last week, uh, but I think that he has the potential. I mean, somebody's gonna have to step up as that wide receiver too, or teams are just gonna triple team Cooper Cup. Right. Um, so I think that you know he'll be the guy to do it. And hopefully at lower ownership, the last I checked, his ownership was higher than I expected. So if it is going to be higher, I don't want to go there. But if I can get him at low ownership, I will be playing uh, Allen Robinson and as well. Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Rams defense. I like the Rams defense against Atlanta. They're very limited in their weaponry. So, yeah. yeah. Are you concerned at all about a blowout here? A, a little big, bit. Yeah. Because that, a that is a, a killer as well. You know, when yeah. you guys mm-hmm. – yeah. yeah, I think right. the Rams want to make a statement too, especially losing yeah. last week. I think Sean McVay, if he can run up the score, he will. Right, so I, that's my concern is that they just yeah. smack him. Mm-hmm. On the Atlanta side, I do like Kyle Pitts. I think he's a good play. Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only Falcon you're. That's the only Falcon zeroing in on. Cordell Patterson, you can look at too, but I think the Rams' defense is going to step up in this game, and it's going to be a passing game for the Falcons. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any Falcons for you, uh, Stephen? Um, yes, I like Pitts as well, and I like Cordell Patterson in this. I like Cordell Patterson is is looking really good. He looked really good last week. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to get him the ball a lot. I think uh, with with Marcus Mariota back there, I mean he's not the greatest quarterback, but he does have that threat of, with his run ability. They're going right. to a lot of run pass options with it, and they're going to figure out different ways. Um, to kind of trick that defense and get Patterson the ball maybe over the middle or out onto the outside. So I, I do like Patterson, especially for uh, for how much he's costing right now in, uh, in DraftKings. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. nice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's interesting here, the seventh highest owned overall player projection right now for ownership at 16% is Daryl Henderson. Does wow. that surprise you guys? Well, a, a little bit, but then again, we're talking about the possibility of a blowout, you know, so he will get a lot of carries if that happens. Yeah. And Atlanta's run defense is not great. So, I mean, I can I can see why. Uh, 5,700 is cheap, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what's going to happen uh, this week with uh, with Akers there. They said mm-hmm. that they're going to get um, during the yeah, week. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, they've they've been saying that they've been they're gonna try to get or they're gonna get him the ball more um uh, than obviously yeah. last week. I think he only had like three carries last week. So yeah, um 
And so, uh, let me wait to see one more week before I start picking running backs for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. I I thought that was a, a shocking over ownership uh, projection right off the bat for Henderson. I, yeah. I think that may go down a little bit. Cup is in the top uh, 12. He's 12th at 13%. So some okay. a lot of people will pay the 9900 and get up to him. You know, the guy that shocked me, though, that was in the top 25 projection here at double digits, almost 11%, is Tyler Higby. Really? Hmm. Wow. Any love for him? Uh, he wasn't on my radar at all, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any any uh, Tyler Higby at this point, but he might, you know, sneak in a GPP. Who knows? Yeah, Good maybe people are looking at kind of the stats of what the Falcons, the tight ends against the Falcons, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, last week it was Taysom Hill because he was listed as a tight end, right? And, exactly. Uh, Taysom Hill had like 15, 16 points last week. So yeah, uh, there. But you know, Tyler Higby is definitely not Taysom Hill. No. Um, so yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't like Tyler Higby in this game. Yeah, that mm-hmm. could be just a, a misnomer there. Good fade, possibly, especially if he is, you know, 15, 16% owned. That's that's a yeah. nice fade, I think. But um, that was a great call on Hill last week, by the way. You mentioned yeah. it on the podcast here. Yeah. That was an outstanding call. Um, all right, another winner. Let's do third. the third winner. We want to keep giving stuff out. Again, if uh, if you're on the podcast, has anybody, uh, I wonder if anybody has used it yet, if you can uh, copy and paste the the uh, the link here and uh, join us for a week of Coach Talk. We would love to have you uh, in the mix to do that. All right, I'm going to spin it. Oh, no, it's King of Smack? Really? <laughs> King of Smack? You were favored to win the Millie Maker as it was. And now you're getting two free tickets on top of that. Wow. Coach, we've got uh, Black Jesus 521 has joined. So. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, welcome. I don't see him in the... Uh, in the There's probably somebody in here that just have a different name. Um, cool, cool. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, at least we know it's working. So that's that's a very great thing. Well, congratulations, KOS, as uh, uh, he is referred to in the chat. All right, let's get back to these 405 games. Ah, two free tickets to paradise. I think I know that song. Uh I do. All right, we are going to the next ball game here, guys. If you're ready, how about we attack the Seattle Seahawks? One and zero against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, and one San Fran, a big favorite here by nine. 40.5 is the total. How about some Seahawks for you, Crash? I do like the Seahawks defense a little bit. Um, you know, I looked at what they did to Denver. You know, they held them in check for the most part the whole game, kept yeah. them out of the end zone. And so I, you know, I think that um, they did a good job. I don't think they completely kept them out, but I think they did a really good job on defense in general. And, uh, you know, looking what San Francisco did, which I know they they had the monsoon, uh, but, you know, San Francisco really struggled with the Bears defense, and I don't really think the Bears defense is that great. So, I mean, they lost Khalil Mack. They lost Akeem Hicks. Yeah. It's a lot of their great players. So, 
I, I think that um, Seattle can hold San Francisco down. I think they're really going to miss Mike McDaniel this year. Uh, you know, they're injured right now. They don't have Elijah Mitchell. Uh, so, I mean, I do I do like Jeff Wilson a little bit, but probably not as much as a lot of people. Okay. Uh, Seahawks for you, Steven? Uh, how good did Geno Smith look last week? He looked awesome. And the guys that he threw it to were his tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Disley and Parkinson. Right. Uh, yep. So was, uh, Will Disley, he's a guy that's on my radar, a guy okay. that you're trying to fill up your lineup with. I think it's a guy that you can throw in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why Higby was such a – for the, in the last game with the Rams, why he's such high ownership because I think people are just trying to fill in their roster. But, right. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so with the Seattle, I like, uh, I like Disley. He's really the only guy that I kind of like on there. I don't really mm-hmm. like Jim Smith as a quarterback. And Kenneth Walker just came back. So I don't know what's going to happen right. in the running back situation. Sure. Yeah. Let's so uh, with Gary's there, you think? Yeah, I think yeah, uh, I think probably. over over the long haul of the season, I see I see Walker being being the play. Uh, I don't know what happened if you're the <laughs> you're disappearing the into the sun. You have like oh, am the, I the, <laughs> the biggest sunshine right on your lips. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's on your neck. (laughs) I'm trying to make it look like a bow tie. Uh, (laughs) You know, but it's uh, like it's like God is speaking to us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that happens every every now and again. It's sunny and it's you're on the west coast. See, it's pitch Uh, black here on the east coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is awesome. uh, (laughs) But yeah, yeah. So I I don't really like the receivers there. And Um, I think Geno Smith will uh, will throw to his tight ends, and, and I like Disley. Um, mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, uh, like Crash was saying, Elijah Mitchell, he's now on IR. They brought in Jeff Wilson, or Jeff Wilson's been there, so he's going to be the running back. But uh, well, Kyle Shanahan, I think what he's trying to do with, uh, with Trey Lance is do a lot of those RPOs. So I don't think the running back's going to get much of the much of the workload as they normally do. I okay. think. Um, I think I like Debo. I like Debo. Yeah. In the game. He's just that. He's just that type of player that you know. You know they're going to get him the ball, and he's so explosive. So I would, for the 49ers, I would probably take Debo. And again, I like Crash was saying. I like I like both defenses as well. So. Mm-hmm. Any love for the Niners uh, for you, Crash? Yeah, I like Debo as well. I didn't mention him, but I do like Debo. I like both. You know. Technically, running backs, you know, Debo, Debo, the way he played last year, but like, like Steve was saying, you know, he may not be in that role as much uh, without Mike McDaniel there. So, yeah. I do like Debo though in the passing game. Yeah, so. I think that's a big difference is mm-hmm. calling those plays. I mean, that makes uh, quite a difference. And but he oh, is double digit. Oh, your your God is done speaking. So God is done speaking. Oh man. Uh, yeah, Debo Samuel is 10% owned right now. Only double-digit ownership guy in this mm-hmm. uh, projection at this point. So uh, sort of a flat game here. Also a game that could get lopsided. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my brother would want to hear that. He's a Seahawks fan, but that's the break. Oh, okay. I think yeah. that is the reality of it is I think that uh, San Fran's just the better team. Mm-hmm. So we will see. Uh, somebody says wind 25 to 40 miles an hour. Where is that at? Heavy rain and wind. Tony A is telling us something. You're saying about that's San Francisco? 
they're really going to have another game like that? I, I'm just looking at it right now, and it says, it says that it's going to be 14% chance of a shower with 12-mile-an-hour winds. That does not – that's something we'll keep an eye on, Tony A. If mm-hmm. something is blowing in that we don't know about, then we will check that out because that will affect that game. Although, uh, really, I just – I don't see this as being a key game on the slate at all. No, I don't think so. All right, let's move forward to, uh, unfortunately, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Dallas Cowboys. It is a couple of 0-1 teams, and, uh, yeah, Cincinnati's mad, and Dallas is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush, I know that you guys are going to lock him in as a, a cinch yeah. play this week. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by seven, and it is 42 on the over-under, I just have no – this could get ugly. That's all I'm going to say. What do you think on this I, – I can't even break the teams down. It's too painful. Just, Crash, what do you think about this Bengals-Cowboys game? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I mean, I, I think it definitely could get ugly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Cooper Rush – he did go into Minnesota last year and win a game, which I was cheering for the Cowboys, of course, at that time. So Crash is saying he's playing Cooper Rush. All right. No, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Uh, but I like the big three for Cincinnati, Burrow, Mixon, and Chase. Um, you know, those those three, any of those guys, I think you can play. Uh, Mixon's probably my favorite because I do think this game's going to get a little out of hand. Uh, so he'll he'll take the time of possession away and uh, get a lot of carries and and then chase Dallas doesn't really have anyone to stop him so what do yeah. you mean they don't have anybody to stop him Trayvon Diggs is overrated I'm sorry oh, okay okay <laughs> yeah all right yeah you know they're they're talking some smack though those two guys too Chase and Diggs so that should be an interesting uh little matchup i think i'll be surprised if chase doesn't dominate that matchup though we'll see though we'll see all right what do you think uh steven um well with the cowboys uh i actually like ezekiel elliott in this game i think they're going to try to control the game they're not going to put too much pressure on cooper rush um you know they're gonna they're just gonna play uh five yards in a cloud of dust uh, Don't you think they're going to load up the box though and make rush? Yeah, throw? yeah. I, I, I mean, once they start doing that, and I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really like the Bengals defense, so, mm-hmm. okay. so I, I actually do like Ezekiel Elliott in this game, and uh, okay. and I also like Dalton Schultz because he'll be the security blanket for Cooper Rush. But other than that, there's no one really on on Dallas. I just wanted to give you a little bit of love for that coach. Yeah, I want to give you a little bit of love for Dallas, but um, but yeah, those are the two guys. Um, now, as far as the Bengals go, I like those those three guys, Chase, Burrow, and Mixon. And like you said, Mixon is probably the best play in this. Um, you see what last week, what Leonard Fournette did to the defense. Yeah. Um, ran and caught balls all over that defense. There's, there wasn't much that they could do. Right. Um, so so Mixon, is, I think, is a really strong play. And I think Burrow is going to have a bounce back game, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to throw three picks like he did last week. I think he'll be yeah, in the first <laughs> yeah. half. Yeah. You know, so, so uh, I, I like Burrow as well. I really like all three of them, but I, I don't see if it's possible to get get all of those guys into your lineup. Yeah, because of the and I, 
And I will say for Dallas, I do like C.D. Lamb. He was targeted 11 times last week. He only had two catches. But he was also heavily targeted when Cooper Rush came in. So I, I definitely like C.D. Lamb in this game. Did you hear uh, Jerry Jones talking noise about C.D.? What did he say? He said that, uh, you know, top receivers in the league still have to catch the ball when they're covered or double covered. So he he didn't say his name, but he threw shade directly at him. So. Um, yeah, that's just yeah, the he could be extra motivated. Yeah, extra he'll motivated. be extra motivated, but the implosion yeah. continues. Uh, and you know, I don't know, I, I don't feel comfortable playing CD with Rush throwing to him as opposed to Dak, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I, I can tell you my favorite play of this game and this of the entire uh slate is Joe Mixon. I, I don't I think he's gonna slash him. I think the Bengals are gonna be in control of this game. He's 7,200, and he is a bit chalky. He is yeah. seventh most projected owned at 15%. He looked so sharp last week, and mm-hmm. he looks healthy. I don't think Burrow's going to have to throw that much. I do think uh, I think Chase can be held in check just a bit. I have a little more confidence in uh, that DB than you do, <clears throat> Crash. But I just yeah. think Jackson is a solid, solid play here. The sad sack thing for the Cowboys, though, you know what the seventh most projected own spot is for the week, guys? The What's Cincinnati that? Bengals defense. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Uh, I saw that. And, 14, and neither one of us looked their defense. You know, fourteen point six percent own, a yeah. top ten, and it's a defense. Yeah. That that sucks. Yeah, it's all it's all about Dak Prescott. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, it is the problem, but that almost leads you to want to play Dallas players, but I don't trust them enough, you know. Right. So no, I don't I don't trust them. I, I think it's a dangerous game. I just I, for some reason though, I don't see how they're going to contain Mixon uh mm-hmm. if they're gonna try to guard the wideouts. So we'll see. We will see. I will be rooting for your Zeke Elliott call here. I hope he does he does look in better shape. Oh, yeah. He looks great. Then he has in a long time. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. He's gonna have yeah. two touchdowns this week. Watch. Mm. Wow. Okay. Let's take uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I love it, man. I will. I will uh-huh. buy into that one for sure. Uh-huh. All right. We go on to the Houston Texans. They are zero zero and one. Part of that phenomenal tie against the Denver Broncos. Hugely disappointing effort. Uh, they are 0-1, and, and it's played in Denver. Another double-digit mm-hmm. favorite here, though. So that's going to have – these games with these double-digit 9, 10, 11-point spreads are going to affect this slate big time. For sure. And, uh, yeah, it really is. 86 degrees expected in Denver. So crazy warm uh, for these games. No wind to speak of. So it should be a possible shootout here for, for uh, these teams. But – it's only 45 on the total, which is decent. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this game could have some points. Crash, yeah. what do you think about uh, the Texans? Yeah, um, I do like um, O.J. Howard a little bit in this game. Okay. He got two touchdowns last week, and uh, he's he's fairly inexpensive. Uh, but I, I really like Javante Williams. You know, he, he had 12 targets in that wow. game with Seattle. That's what um, it's about is targets. Yeah, I mean, it really get, is. 
get, you know, anywhere near those kind of targets because I think he's going to run all over Houston. So, yeah, uh, he's he's the one running back that I alluded to earlier that I would probably go to uh, outside of like Barkley and, and um, McCaffrey. Uh, I like him a lot. And then Jerry Judy looked really good to me, too. So I like him. In this he match. did look good. Yeah. Uh, any Texans for you, Stephen? Uh, only Texans that I'd go for is Brandon Cooks. Um, that's kind of okay. Davis Mills guy. Um, he's one of those sleeper type guys that you don't really think about. And he's their wide receiver one. And if you have a spot to be able to put him in your lineup, I think it's a good play. Pretty, pretty solid floor. Um, yeah. doesn't have an cr- incredibly high ceiling, but he's got a pretty solid floor. And, uh, that's really the only guy I would take with the Texans. Okay. Uh, and, um, and then, Broncos? As, uh, and then as far as the Broncos go, I like, uh, I like Cortland Sutton. Uh, okay. I saw that uh, that Russell Wilson and, and him last week, they had a pretty good connection. Yeah, uh, um, He got a lot of targets last week. Um, they seem to be on the right same page. Um, and I like Javante Williams as well. Um, actually, uh, the, my brother's got Javante Williams in, a, in, in his fantasy league, and he was so happy when Melvin Gordon fumbled. You know, yeah. and saying, "Oh my gosh, Jonathan Williams is going to take over." But then he came and fumbled on the goal line like the next series. So, right. Um, you know, for, for out of all the backfields that split carries, um, that's the one the most that I I, I like with uh, Rich Avante Williams. So, yeah, I try to put him in my lineup as well. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, Javante Williams right now fifth highest projected player. Third wow. highest projected wow. running back at 18%. So people oh saw God. the same thing you did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Um, are you going Broncos a bounce back here at all? A crash? Um, you talking about their defense or their players? They're off all overall the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to have Javante Williams. Um, okay. He's definitely going to be in multiple lineups. Now, the yeah. rest of the guys, probably not as much. I think Jerry Judy. We'll find his way into a GPP, but um, that's that's probably about it for me is those two. And I'll tell you what, this game is one of the higher-owned games when you look at it uh, overall. There's like five guys in the top 25. Uh, Javante Williams leading the way at, like I say, almost 18%. Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks, uh, as you mentioned, he's only $6,000 at wide receiver. He's coming in at about 14.5%. Then you have Jerry Judy, aforementioned there, only 5,600, and Cortland Sutton, uh, Sutton 6,100. So a lot of people uh, going to guys in here, and I agree with them. I, I think this game could be a fairly high-scoring game, and I think uh, I think the Broncos bounce back too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, hello, Romel H. Yeah, Elliot in the defense is what I'm looking at. All right, we got more uh, Ezekiel love. That makes me happy. There we go. (laughs) That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, King of Smack, what are you saying in there, King of Smack? He said Flacco, Carter, run back with Chubb. Now that is bold. If you're playing Joe Flacco and Michael Carter. Joe Flacco is my age, I think. Good (laughs) God. Yeah. Flacco. Romel H. I like Romel H. I'm a Giants fan. Okay. We got a football Giants fan in here too. Um, I missed some. There was, a, I thought, a question in this mix, but I, I missed it. I got distracted by actually somebody saying something positive about a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. 
All right. So that game, I think, is a, is a key game. I, I think it's. I think it needs. You have to have some exposure to that game, in my opinion. All right, guys. We are down to the last game on the main slate. Arizona Cardinals 0-1, Las Vegas Raiders 0-1. And it is the uh, Raiders favored by 5.5, Bing, Ding, 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 we have a winner. Mm -hmm. Is this game going to be that important to you with this 50-plus number crash? Are you focusing in on some exposure to this game? Yeah, in in single entry and cash, this will be my highest owned stack. Um, okay. I really, I mean, Devontae Adams was targeted seventeen times last week. Yep, that's unbelievable. And he had ten catches for one hundred and forty one yards and a touchdown. Did that make you? Won, it had to make you a little sick to your tummy, there, didn't it? It did, but it also made me feel a little good because everyone was always saying, "Oh, he's only good because of Aaron Rodgers." I'm like, "No, Devontae Adams is a oh, he's he's a superstar receiver in, yeah. in in the league that I've seen." When it comes to everything, you know, route running, catching, just ability to get open, I mean, he can do it all. So, yeah, seventeen um, targets though is just absolutely absurd. Yeah, and he's he's my favorite receiver on this slate, uh, no doubt about it. He's also. I also uh, saw earlier this week his family's going to be at this game, and they never really got to see him play when he was in Green Bay, which is one of the reasons why he won go to Las Vegas. So well, they he is chalk, double quadruple chalky, but you know what? It's okay to eat the chalk sometimes. Yeah, I think he'll have a thirty to forty point game tomorrow. I wow. Really well, he is. I mean, if that's the case, then he's under owned because yeah. right now he's about twenty three percent owned or so in that neighborhood. Other than Barkley, he's projected to be the highest-owned player. Some some sites here, he is projected to be the highest-owned player. My question to you, Crash, though, I guess you answered it is, you can't fade him, I guess, huh? I can't. I mean, okay. I, I'm not going to. I mean, looking at what you know the Chiefs did to the Cardinals, I mean, they just absolutely tore them up. Yeah, and they don't have they don't have receivers like you know like the the Raiders do. So yeah, it's a uh, that that is a scary sight to me thinking about what they could do to Arizona. So okay. So what else in this game do you like crash since it is that plus yeah. over um, 50 total? Yeah, Derek Carr, Adams, Renfro, okay. Waller. I mean, look at what Kelsey did. Um, I like Waller too. So yeah, those those four guys, I'll probably have all of them in my single entry. So line. number one stack for you, hands yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about the other side of the ball and bringing it back at all? Because if you if they're gonna blow up for you, it's gonna have mm -hmm. to stay close enough. Yeah, I do like James Conner a little bit. I think they might try and slow the the passing game down with their okay. run game. Um, you know, counterpoint to that. So I I think that Conner is a good play. Uh, Marquise Brown looked pretty good, but I just don't trust Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, I like Conner. Okay. Uh Give us your breakdown on this one. Are you all over this game as well, like with everybody else? Yeah, well, we'll start with the uh, uh, Cardinals. Yeah, so uh, Cardinals, I like Connor. Um, I like Connor in this game. I think uh, okay. I think they don't really have anyone else to go to um, other than Connor and maybe Zach Ertz. If you saw mm -hmm. last week what Gerald Everett did to the – uh, to the Raiders last week, who was highly involved, and yeah. um, he was the linebackers just weren't able to to guard him. So I like Zach Ertz as well. I think that's a pretty good play. 
Yeah. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, you know, you're right. Devontae Adams gets targeted 17 times. I mean, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like regular football goes and not fantasy, I think that the Raiders need to spread the ball around more to, yeah. you know, um, I think it'll just be better for Devontae Adams as well. Um, yeah. Still, so I are you going to fade him? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would love to be able to fade him, but I just don't think will will shy away from going to him. Okay. Um, however, I, I I think the Raiders should fade him. Um, right, I think, right. Yeah, I think the Raiders mm-hmm. should fade him and uh, and get the ball into other people's hands because when you go a whole game with not catching a ball or not getting being targeted, and then you're expected to catch a ball, you know, midway through the third quarter, and you're not even looked at, and you see this other receiver on on the other side just getting every target, it's almost like you you lose a you know. Yeah, it's a, deflating. A yeah, yeah. It's very deflating. I, I get that. Um, yeah, so so the only guy I would really take on the on the um, Raiders, well, actually two guys. I would take Carr and I would take uh, Devontae Adams. Okay. Everyone else, I would uh, I would stay away from. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know who the number one uh, projected owned quarterback is right now? Mm, Jalen Hurts. No, it's Derek Carr. How could I just oh, gave it to you? No. I gave you a cookie. I'm not playing <laughs> with you. It is yeah, I mean it's it's a very ugly slate when you look at quarterback. I mean yeah. there is not a lot of good matchups at all. So I mean yeah. Burrow, to me Burrow should be the highest on quarterback, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Now are you either one of you looking at Carr? Yeah, I have Carr right now in my <laughs> in my single entry in my cash games. Yeah, I do. Okay, and I have Carson Wentz in my GPPs. So let me give you the but, the top ownership guys steven and you can comment if you're going to have any of these guys because uh really there's three games that are dominating ownership and this obviously mm-hmm. being the number one Devonte adams probably going to be the highest owned guy on the slate um and then you have josh jacobs coming in at 12 and a half percent he's 5800 at running back Derek carr again top quarterback right now at 12 percent at 6200 Greg Dortch, thirty-five hundred bucks, guys. Yeah, twelve percent early ownership. If you're looking for a punt at wide receiver and trying mm-hmm. to go, you know, super cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Marquise Brown also uh, getting a decent amount of ownership. Uh, and then the last two guys are Waller and Renfro and James Connor. Those. So this game no obviously is going to be the most. Uh, owned. Um, I do not see him in that top group. Let's see where mm. he is. Yeah. Um, could be the play. Could he be. is all the way down at 6%, guys. Yeah, he could be the play then for Arizona. $4,500. Mm. Yeah. There's a nice... Yeah, yeah Dorch got like eight, uh, eight or... Eight or nine targets last he game. He got a lot of tor- targets. Yeah, nine targets, yeah. seven catches, 63 yards. Yeah. yeah, pretty solid game, really. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Any other comments on that game in particular? No, I think we're all ready right. to move on to our uh, prize picks. All right, I'm going to give out. Uh, I don't. I've lost track again on how many I've given out. Is this the fourth or the fifth? Anybody know? I have no idea. All right, I'm going to give away two in a row here. So maybe we're giving away six. I've lost track. That's my mistake. All right, so if you get called, these two, you get two tickets each. 
Got to go at DFS Coach Talk. Send us your information. We're going to send you. All we need is your PayPal email, and it goes to you for sure. Bing, it is, oh, Boy from Cali wins. So hmm. I don't know if Boy from Cali, last time he donated it to somebody, that is up to you, Mr. Boy from Cali, but you did win fair and square. And our second winner is Pain Blank SM. And we call him King of Pain. Those are the two winners right now for these last two drawings. So if, uh, boy from Cali, your call, if you want to collect, we'll love if you guys collect those. Um, also, if you joined anywhere throughout all of this uh, and you want to get a free week of Coach Talk, um, all you have to do is copy and paste that uh, link right there. You see it below us. Um, and you will jump in there. No strings. You just get to check us out, hang around in Discord. I think we, I really truthfully am very proud of what we do at Coach Talk. I think we have one of the best uh, offerings for our members. We, do, we have a real good schedule every day. We stick to it. We're supplying lineups, uh, full lineups for Yahoo and FanDuel and core sevens for DraftKings. So look forward to seeing you a bunch of a bunch of you into our uh into the mix with us in Discord and uh certainly uh check that out. So um let's do prize picks plays of the day. Crash, what do you have for your prize picks plays? I've got um I've got uh Tom Brady over 0.5 interceptions. He has two interceptions in three of his last four starts in New Orleans. So I've taken him okay. over 0.5 interceptions. I like that. How about your second play? My other play I actually have, because I had to get something in here from the Green Bay Chicago game. Uh, I yeah. have Aaron Jones over 0.5 and it's pass rush receiving touchdowns. So I doubt he'll throw a passing touchdown, but rushing and receiving he has a touchdown in four of his last five games against the Bears. So I'm going to take that 0.5 and say he gets in the end zone at least once. Gotcha. All right. Steven, how about your two top plays for prize picks? Um, so I have uh, Matt Ryan throwing over 220 and a half yards um, against the against the Jaguars. I think that uh, uh, he threw for, what, 350 last week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, and then I also have uh, um, Kyler Murray uh, okay. uh, throwing under 255 yards. Okay, I like that play. I like both of those plays. I'm playing those two. I like that, uh, Stephen. Not that I don't like yours, Crash. But no, that's okay. I, I would I'd vote on Stephen for these two right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's flip the script to our presenting sponsor. Our we love Boom Fantasy. Big mm -hmm. shout out to Boom Fantasy. Uh, Stephen, we'll go to you first this time since uh, you've taken the the yeah. reins here on these selections. Are you ready for your Boom Fantasy picks? Uh, just once. Pulling it up, I had this. That's okay. We'll, yeah. we'll let Crash go. Boom Fantasy Crash, what do you got? Yeah, so the first play is going to be the one I gave out on prize picks. It's going to be that Tom Brady play over 0.5 interceptions. And okay. my second play is Saquon Barkley over 74 and a half rushing yards. I totally don't expect him to get 162, but I do think he'll get more than 75. 
Uh, I think you'll probably get like 85 to 90 is where I have him okay. projected. Yeah. I like the call. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that is that it? Crash? Yeah, those okay. are my two plays. Yep. Steven, what, what about you? Um, I have uh, Christian McCaffrey over 42 and a half receiving yards. Okay. Uh, in that game with the Giants. And then uh and then I have uh Brees Hall 28 and a half rushing yards. Uh in that oh. game against yeah. Interesting. Okay. 28 yep. and a half is the number. 28 and a half. Okay. Yep. I like it. I like it. I will mark that one down. All right, guys. I think that's it. We took like exactly the same amount of time as we did last week. I know. <laughs> Almost <laughs> to the second. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's a lot I of think- information, man. Yeah, it is a lot of info. A lot of games. We yeah. say we're going to try to squeeze it all in, and then uh, we end up going exactly the same. But yeah, that's we didn't okay. even we didn't even do our number one play and our number one fade either. So that's true. Last week, yeah, we can do that real quick at this point. Well, we might as well. We're already there. Time. We're already at the. We're going to bust our time from last week after yeah. chirping. We weren't going to do it. All right. What's your favorite play and favorite fade? Crash. Uh, my favorite play is Devontae Adams. My favorite fade is uh, – who did I say? Dead gummit. I don't remember now. Oh, uh, shoot. Um, and you're the one that brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh, goodness. Who is it going to be? We can, pa- we can come back to you. Well, who are the highest-owned players? I'll tell you real quick. The highest-owned players are uh... – Saquon Barkley, that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Sa- yeah. Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Stephen, what do you have? Um, fade. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'll do well. I just, uh, I don't even know if he'll find the end. Not for that kind of money, huh? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then my biggest play. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Antonio Gibson. For the, for the oh wow, Panthers. yep, I love that one. Yeah. I'm I'll throw mine in. I'm gonna fade wow. Tom Brady, and oh, I yeah. am I am going. My favorite play is Joe Mixon. So mm, there you one. go. Throw my two cents into the mix I here. Like close. Yeah, I like those. I like those. Yeah. And for those who didn't uh, remember, your favorite play last week was Patrick Mahomes. So I'd say that turned out pretty well. Yeah, I had Mahomes and then uh, Mike Williams. I, I was a big uh, play for me on the on. So I'm on a hot streak. Uh, yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, I do like two or two or three picks, and you guys do like a thousand. So right. I've got a little bit better chance. Uh, to, to be hey, Justin Watson yeah, got in the end zone. Hey, Justin yeah, Watson. he did. Yeah, yeah. that was well, one of the best calls of the yeah. entire week by anybody. Yeah, man, sure. Watson that was, an awesome was call. fantastic uh, call. Um, Boy from Cali wanted you to mention the contest for our members crash, especially now that all these folks are getting in, uh, hopefully, and joining us for the week. Do you want to mention our internal contest? Yeah, we, uh, I think we're almost full. Let me check. Okay. Now we we lowered it to 10, you know, so it's yeah, not- you may, can you, you can't change it at this point? No, we'll have oh. to change it next week. So we have eight out of 10. Okay, so we two more spots more- left. Yeah. Uh, let me post the link in here real quick. Okay. And then uh, we're getting a question at the buzzer here. Favorite quarterback and wide receiver combo. I'll let you take that one, Steve, because I'm going to try and get this over here. Well, just based off of volume and and kind of 
you know, the volume that uh, Devontae Adams gets has got to be Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. Yeah, I yeah. think so, too. I think Carr and Adams are the best ones. I, I think Crash is going to say Burrow and Chase. <laughs> no, I mine. think – no, I mean, that would be mine, too. But if we're going away from the chalk, I like Wentz and Samuel. So – Yeah. Okay. Yep, Samuel we'll looked really, really good. He really did. Yeah, he did. He just and, – and now they're finding all different ways. I mean, they, they did that in Carolina, too. They found different ways to get him the ball. So, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, that team looks really good. Yeah, yeah it'll be good. interesting. Overreact so in one week out of 17. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the last week that we'll do this uh, for members only, and then next week we'll open it up. Uh, open it up and do a bigger contest. Players. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, hopefully everybody that's in here is a member this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to uh, chat with sure. everybody. Yeah, anyone there. in here can get that that contest once they yep. get in there. Absolutely. Yep. All right, gentlemen, great job uh, as usual. Hopefully everybody has a chance to, you know, if they didn't jump in live, they have a chance to check it out this evening or in the morning. Um, and then uh, we'll be back again, the three of us on Thursday at our regular 6.50 p.m. time for the Thursday night showdown game. I'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. to do Major League Baseball, and uh, then we're going to have a really enjoyable day of sports tomorrow. So thank you, gentlemen. Great job. Thank you, everybody, for uh, chipping into the conversation, staying in. We kept the same group almost the whole way through, which is really nice considering we went almost an hour and a half. But uh Uh, Great job, everybody. Have a great, great day tomorrow. And uh, we'll certainly be back again next week when we look to crush it in NFL, DFS, prize picks, and boom fantasy.